It's time to bed out. Hi everyone, welcome to Veg Out, where we're embracing plant-based adventures. I'm Adrienne, and on this show, we chat about everything food, family, and fun. I'm a scratch cooking wife and mother of two who loves exploring in the kitchen, and I'm here to share some ways to make healthy food, especially plants, fun, delicious, and sometimes adventurous for your whole family. On this episode, we're continuing the conversation about how to become a secret veggie avenger and sneaky and creative ways to get your kids to eat their veggies. In the last episode, I shared some of the reasons why you may have a picky eater and gave a really great overview of how using different herbs and spices can actually help your picky eater try new foods. And now we're gonna round out our discussion by talking about some easy ways to become a secret veggie avenger and slip more veggies into your kids' diets. I've tried all of these and they all work, but by saying that, you also have to remember that each child and each family is different. So really, it's gonna be a little bit of trial and error and it's gonna take some patience on your part as the parent, trying some different things for your kids to see what actually works. And being creative and searching blogs and doing Google searches to actually see how other people have gotten through this um, because there is hope on the other side of it if you're able to help your child expand their palate now. If you keep um, kind of fostering that idea of being picky and, um, you know, and again, it, it goes beyond just having preferences, but from being very, very picky. If you, if you don't kind of help them expand their palate early, they will have more of a challenge doing that into adolescence and adulthood. So you definitely wanna to try to um, get on it early before you see some ill effects. You know, there may be some nutrition deficiencies and different things that may happen as a result. So the more you can try it now while they're kids, um, the better. And if you do have some older children that are showing the effects of some nutrition, uh, some nutrition deficiencies or, you know, different things like that, that's an important conversation to have with your doctor to find out, um, you know, how can they, how can you, um, you know, expand what they're eating? Um, your doctor may refer you to a dietitian or a health or nutrition coach to really um, work one-on-one -on -one with you and your child um, to try to find unique ways that they can enjoy these foods. So here's some things that may seem pretty easy, but that work for my family. Um, but I'm certainly willing to have a conversation and try to, you know, answer any other questions that you might have on the Facebook page. So let's jump into it. First way to become a sneaky veggie, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> to become a secret veggie avenger. <laughs> Number one is smoothies. I think this is probably one of the most traditional ways to sneak veggies into your kids' diets is through smoothies. And the best veggie that I find um, that you can sneak in there and they have no absolute clue is spinach. Now you can also try kale, spring mix, um, I've seen some recipes go so far as to say celery. I mean, all these, you can try whatever you want. Um, carrots, what I have found that I like the taste and texture of and that my kids like the taste and texture of 
is spinach. I have tried spring mix, I've tried kale. Um, I haven't really tried some of the others. I've tried carrots, but they don't really process down as well um, unless you steam them first. Um, I just really have to say that spinach is kind of the go-to and is the winner. And spinach has calcium, there's vitamins in there, there's iron. So I mean, it's a good go-to. And if your kids enjoy the smoothie with it in it, there's really no need to try to put other veggies in there, okay? So definitely go with what works and stick with it. Um, so smoothies are great for, of course, breakfast, lunch, dinner, snacks, dessert, any time of the day, any day of the week, you can throw a smoothie together and just add um, as your base, you could do some apple juice or coconut water. Um, you could do almond milk. You could do regular water, whatever you have on hand as your base. And then you add in your spinach, process it up first so that your spinach gets nice and liquefied. Then you can add in some frozen fruit. I always love to add a frozen banana. And then you can go crazy. You can do mango, pineapple, strawberry, berry, mixed berries, um, peaches, cherries, whatever frozen veggie or frozen fruit rather um, they have. You could also throw in some frozen avocado to make it really nice and extra creamy. Again, they have no clue that it's even in there, but that actually adds some other vitamins and minerals and some healthy fats in there. Um, so just be creative and have fun with your smoothies. So that's a great way to sneak them in. Second way, I made this for my son when he was younger and he had absolutely absolutely no clue that he was eating veggies and he loved it and it's called colicue sauce okay i call it colicue sauce so basically i steam and puree cauliflower and i add it to barbecue sauce so whenever we have nuggets or fries, or if he pours it on fried rice, whatever it is, he's got a healthy dose of veggies right there in his sauce without even a clue that he's adding more veggies to what he's eating. Now, now it's not necessarily a big deal. He'd be like, oh, okay, it tastes pretty good. That's that's pretty good, mom. But when he was a like a, a baby baby, like a kid baby, if he would have found out that I was putting more veggies in his stuff, he would have flipped out. So to him then, Hiding it was very important to him now. I still hide it some, but at times I'll just be like, did you realize that I put XYZ in there? He'd be like, what? But it was actually good. And I'm like, I know one point for mommy. So definitely any kind of sauces your kids like. You could probably even do this with ranch dressing. You could do it with ketchup. Anything that your kids like to dip or pour on their foods add a little bit of pureed cauliflower and I bet they have no clue that it's in there because that sauce or that dressing is so pungent and it's so um, flavorful in itself it actually overpowers the amount of cauliflower that you're going to be putting in there so you really don't taste that veginess in there of the cauliflower. Number three, this is my favorite dish to make. Um, it does take a little bit of time, but it is so worth it and it makes so much sauce. So I do um, what's called an eggplant penne pasta, and I will post a link to the recipe on the Facebook page. Basically what I do is I take an eggplant, carrots, celery, onions, mushrooms, garlic, and saute all of that up until it's nice and soft, dump that into a blender along with um, some crushed tomatoes, canned crushed tomatoes, 
whir it all together and it makes this amazingly velvety um, marinara sauce that goes on penne, you can put it on spaghetti, any kind of pasta. Um, I put it now on spaghetti squash. You can put it on anything and it has, let me think, one, two, three, four, five, five veggies in it plus your garlic and your kids have no clue. And so I sat down once whenever they were just tearing it up and I was like, okay, how many veggies did mommy put in this sauce? And they're like, well, one, the tomatoes. And I said, well, okay, there was one, but then there's more. And then they went through all these veggies and named them and they got all of them except for the last one. And I said, it was eggplant. And they flipped out because I've tried to give them eggplant in itself, like eggplant Parmesan, and it was it was it was really bad. It was awful. They hated it. I love eggplant Parmesan, but they didn't. But having it like this, they're more prone to try it now. So now that they know they like the taste of it because it was mixed into a whole bunch of other things, now I can try maybe some eggplant bites and maybe do some little eggplant Parmesan bites and see if they'll eat those. And then if they eat the bites, then maybe I can expand out to the rounds. And then if they eat the rounds, then maybe I can do maybe some boats and like scoop out the seeds from the middle and fill it in with some sauce and some maybe breadcrumbs and some quinoa and some different things and put it in there and see if they eat that. So that's how you do it. You start out by hiding the veggies blending it into something that they like already but then once they get used to that and you tell them what's in it then it allows them some freedom to try it in different ways and so you just kind of gradually peekaboo your veggies out on their plate and they're more prone to enjoy them that way the fourth idea goes back to the episode before um, this one when I talked about kind of the don't tell me it tastes like whatever. So going back to that vegan macaroni and cheese, the veggie based one, I do the sauce that has the carrots, potatoes, and onions with the nutritional yeast and the coconut milk. And again, if you're trying to get me to think this is going to taste like stovetop macaroni and cheese, no, 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 it's, it's different. It's basically a pasta sauce that just happens to have macaroni noodles. So if you think about that in that sense, okay, don't tell me it tastes like macaroni and cheese because it doesn't, but on its own, it is good. And let me appreciate it for the pasta sauce that it is. Well, this is one of those settings where I'm appreciating it for the pasta sauce that it is because it does taste good and it's a great way to get those veggies into your kids' diets if they will not eat them. There are some kids where if it's not macaroni and cheese, they're not touching it. So this is a great way to kind of trick their eyes and their brain a little bit to thinking that they're having macaroni and cheese when really they're having a really veggie filled creamy sauce that is really good for them. So I'm, I'm a huge proponent of that sauce um, for these purposes too. Number five, chocolate zucchini muffins. So when I would do cooking demos and workshops um, for parents and I would talk about this topic of, you know, becoming a secret veggie avenger and hiding veggies in your kids' foods to get the picky eaters to eat, I would always demo the chocolate zucchini muffins because this is one that I think whenever you hear it, you're like, oh my gosh, that's awful. But when you taste it, it is amazing because it literally, they're like little mini cupcake size muffins and they have unsweetened cocoa powder in them. So they're chocolate muffins, but then they also have mini chocolate chips. So it's like chocolate, chocolate 
muffins, and then you add in some shredded zucchini and you have no clue that the zucchini is in there. Zucchini is like a magic veggie because it can do so many different things, one of which is blend in really well into breads, pancakes, muffins, cupcakes, anything like that. And they add a really nice amount of moisture to that bread without being overtly part of the texture of the bread. So you don't know they're in there, but it's just really moist um, and really, really chewy and really good. Um, and that's a great way to help your kids veg out with them even like not having a clue that they're doing it. Um, and then last one is roasted veggies. I am such a huge fan of roasting veggies. I don't know why my grandmother and my mom didn't think about roasting veggies. They boiled everything or steamed everything and it made it taste really, really awful. <laughs> so roasting veggies just gives it a whole new flavor. And I've been talking about this a lot on my personal Facebook page. Um, so I definitely want to get your feedback on this on the, on the Veg Out Facebook page. But Brussels sprouts, broccoli, kale, carrots, asparagus, green beans, any veggie for the most part. You can pop that puppy on a, on a, the vegan puppy, on a baking sheet and you can just roast it at 375 or, or 400 degrees. Cabbage, that's my new favorite right now, roasted rounds of cabbage. Um, roast it for about, you know, 20, you know, 20 minutes, depending on what it is, it could be 15 to 20 minutes. Um, and it's amazing. The roasting brings out kind of the natural sugars that are in the veggies. There are sugars in veggies. Um, and it doesn't make it sweet like candy. It makes it sweet um, just slightly to the point where it appeals to those sweet sensors on your tongue. So it makes it more palatable. And that kind of green flavor that I couldn't think of how to describe before, that green flavor kind of goes away a little bit. Um, so it makes these foods a little bit more palatable, especially for kids. So, so good. Um, and they become, like when you steam it and when you boil them, there's a fine line between done and mushy. But when you roast them, you have more of an opportunity for success, if you will, in terms of the texture of how these veggies come out. So I hope you try at least one of those methods. Those were six different things to try, so that can be a lot. Pick one of those and try it out this week and see what your kids might respond to and they may ask for more. You'll be shocked. So the last thing that I want to share with you um, on this topic of becoming a secret veggie avenger is just my quick three rules of thumb that we have in our kitchen around the dinner table um, that just helps my kids eat their veggies and makes mealtime a little less stressful. Does it work 100% of the time? No. There are still those days where I'm like, will you just eat it? Just eat it and we can be done. Just eat it and you can go play. But most days, <laughs> we're pretty good because we follow these rules of thumb. So one, it's the one bite rule. I'm not a clean your plate mom. My husband is a clean your plate dad and we're probably gonna come on and talk about that one day. But I'm not a clean your plate mom. I'm a one bite rule mom. Give me one good bite. Not like a little taste where you licked it. Give me one good bite where you got a good scoop and you're chewing it up and you swallowed it. And then I want you to tell me, do you like it or do you not? And if you don't, tell me why you don't like it. And if 
you don't like it, fine, you don't have to finish it, but you've at least given it a shot. And you have to tell me something that you do like about it. Now, if I, if I have just totally bombed the meal, I will freely admit that and I will say, you know what, we're, we're, I'm sorry, we're scrapping this. We're just doing cereal night tonight because mommy messed this up. But if I think I did a pretty good job on it and if three out of four of us are eating it, you've got to have at least one bite and then tell me what you like about it. And then if you don't like it, okay, you get a pass, but you got to eat everything else. Okay. So the one bite rule works. Two, don't yuck it until you try it. So when I bring something out of the kitchen and put it at the table and you go, ew, uh-uh, no, 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 no. Don't say that until you try it. Don't yuck it until you try it because it could be really, really good. It might not be pretty, but it might be delicious. And a lot of my dishes come out that way. <laughs> they're not that pretty, <laughs> but they're delicious. And then I have had the flip happen where a dish comes out and it's just Pinterest worthy perfect and then you try it and you're like oh my gosh there's absolutely no flavor in this at all so I mean it can be a toss-up sometimes and then I have my ones like the eggplant penne that I know are winners so that's the thing that I always tell my kids and my husband too because I have to tell them that sometimes too don't yuck it till you try it and then the third rule of thumb is again going back to those cycling taste buds keep cycling foods in for your kids to try so every couple of months bring a recipe back that didn't quite work or that they didn't really like or put an ingredient into a dish that they already do like to see if they'll like it this way so an example of that would be um, you know mushrooms is on my son's list of foods that he doesn't like so I may say okay if I'm making chili mac for dinner on Thursday then I might add some sliced mushrooms into the chili mac and see if he'll try it. Now, if I did that the week before, I'm not going to do it the next week because chances are he'll he just he, he'll remember it. He won't eat it. But a couple of months down the road, I might pop it in there. Or um, if I really want him to eat mushrooms because I want it to be a part of my meal, I'll just process them up in a in a blender and you know put make it a part of the sauce. And that way, you know he's got the you know the vitamins and the minerals that it has in there. But we don't have to argue about it. But that's where if I want him to see what he's eating and I want him to try it again, I let him know you don't have to eat them all, but you got to try at least one that one bite rule and give it a good shot. And if you still don't like it okay you can pick the mushrooms out and give it to your sister give it to me but um otherwise you don't have to eat it so those are those are kind of like our top three rules of thumb that we use around the table to try to get around this picky eating situation at times if it's a food that i know my kids have eaten before and they've enjoyed it and they're just giving me a hard time with it i do get firm with them and i say no you're going to eat that because i know that you like it and i know that i take steps to make sure that i'm not giving you all the time things that you don't like or can't eat I'm doing my best to do that in a good way so you're gonna do your best to eat your food when you get it so we have that conversation um, but when you know when when it when it is something that is new then we use this approach so just remember when it comes to you and your family eating healthy it's not about perfection or falling into a category it's about taking small steps and knowing you're doing something great for your family.
All right, it's joke time. Are you ready? Why did the little boy throw the apple back into the water? Because it was a crab apple. <laughs> I actually made that one up. I think that was pretty good. <laughs> All right. So thanks so much, everyone, for joining us this time. I really hope you enjoyed this episode. Find us on Facebook at Veg Out Chat to keep the conversation going and join us next time. But until then, go rock some plant-based adventures. <laughs>